Hebrews chapters 1 through 5 is today's Bible reading. From the Amplified Bible. Thank you for being with us today. Let's pray. Dear Jesus, help me understand your word. The words I'm reading today. Help me to love others. As you have. And do. Love me. Amen. Let's begin reading in. Hebrews chapter 1. God's final word in His Son. One God, having spoken to the fathers long ago in, the voices and writings of, the prophets in many separate revelations, each of which set forth a portion of the truth, and in many ways, two has in these last days spoken, with finality, to us in, the person of one who is by his character and nature, his Son, namely Jesus, whom he appointed heir and lawful owner of all things, through whom also he created the universe, that is, the universe is a space-time-matter continuum. 3. The Son is the radiance and only expression of the glory of, our awesome, God reflecting God's Shekinah glory, the light being, the brilliant light of the divine, and the exact representation and perfect imprint of His, Father's, essence, and upholding and maintaining and propelling all things, the entire physical and spiritual universe, by His powerful Word, carrying the universe along to its predetermined goal. When He, Himself and no other, had, by offering Himself on the cross as a sacrifice for sin, accomplished purification from sins and established our freedom from guilt, He sat down, revealing His completed work, at the right hand of the Majesty on high, revealing His divine authority, for having become as much superior to angels, since He has inherited a more excellent and glorious name than they, that is, Son, the name above all names. 5 For to which of the angels did the Father ever say? You are my Son. Today I have begotten, fathered, you, established you as a Son, with kingly dignity? And again, did He ever say to the angels? I shall be a father to Him. And He shall be a son to me? 6 And when he again brings the firstborn, highest-ranking son, into the world, he says. And all the angels of God are to worship him. 7 And concerning the angels he says. Who makes his angels winds? And his ministering servants flames of fire, to do his bidding. 8 But about the son, the father says to him. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. And the scepter of, absolute, righteousness is the scepter of his kingdom. 9 You have loved righteousness, integrity, virtue, uprightness in purpose, and have hated lawlessness, injustice, sin. Therefore God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness above your companions. 10 And you, Lord, laid the foundation of the earth in the beginning. And the heavens are the works of your hands. 11 They will perish, but you remain forever and ever. And they will all wear out like a garment. 12 And like a robe you will roll them up like a garment they will be changed. But you are the same, forever. And your years will never end. 13 But to which of the angels has the Father ever said? Sit at my right hand, together with me in royal dignity. Until I make your enemies. A footstool for your feet, and triumphant conquest? 14 Are not all the angels ministering spirits sent out, by God, to serve, accompany, protect, those who will inherit salvation? Of course they are. Hebrews 2 give heed. One for this reason, that is, because of God's final revelation in His Son Jesus and because of Jesus' superiority to the angels, we must pay much closer attention than ever to the things that we have heard, so that we do not, in any way, drift away from truth. 2 For if the message given through angels, the law given to Moses, was authentic and unalterable, and every violation and disobedient act received an appropriate penalty, 3 How will we escape, the penalty, if we ignore such a great salvation, the gospel, the new covenant? For it was spoken at first by the Lord, 
and it was confirmed to us and proved authentic by those who personally heard, him speak, for and besides this evidence, God also testifying with them, confirming the message of salvation, both by signs and wonders and by various miracles, carried out by Jesus and the Apostles, and by, granting to believers the, gifts of the Holy Spirit according to His own will. Earth subject to man. 5. It was not to angels that God subjected the, inhabited, world of the future, when Christ reigns, about which we are speaking. 6. But one has, solemnly, testified somewhere, in Scripture, saying. What is man, you are mindful of him? Or the son of man, that you graciously care for him? 7. You have made him for a little while lower, in status, than the angels. You have crowned him with glory and honor. And set him over the works of your hands. 8. You have put all things in subjection under his feet, confirming his supremacy. Now in putting all things in subjection to man, he left nothing outside his control. But at present we do not yet see all things subjected to him. Jesus briefly humbled. 9. But we do see Jesus, who was made lower than the angels for a little while, by taking on the limitations of humanity, crowned with glory and honor because of his suffering of death, so that by the grace of God, extended to sinners, he might experience death for, the sins of, everyone. 10. For it was fitting for God, that is, an act worthy of his divine nature, that he, for whose sake are all things, and through whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory, should make the author and founder of their salvation perfect through suffering, bringing to maturity the human experience necessary for him to be perfectly equipped for his office as high priest. 11. Both Jesus who sanctifies and those who are sanctified, that is, spiritually transformed, made holy and set apart for God's purpose, are all from one Father. For this reason he is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters. 12 Saying, I will declare your, the Father's, name to my brethren, believers. In the midst of the congregation I will sing your praise. 13 And again, he says, My trust and confident hope will be placed in him. And again, Here I am, I am the children whom God has given me. 14 Therefore, since, these his, children share in flesh and blood, the physical nature of mankind, he himself in a similar manner also shared in the same, physical nature, but without sin, so that through, experiencing, death he might make powerless, ineffective, impotent, him who had the power of death, that is, the devil, fifteen and, that he, might free all those who through, the haunting, fear of death were held in slavery throughout their lives. 16 For, as we all know, he, Christ, does not take hold of, the fallen, angels, to give them a helping hand, but he does take hold of, the fallen, descendants of Abraham, extending to them his hand of deliverance. 17 Therefore, it was essential that he had to be made like his brothers, mankind, in every respect, so that he might, by experience, become a merciful and faithful high priest in things related to God, to make atonement, propitiation, for the people's sins, thereby wiping away the sin, satisfying divine justice, and providing a way of reconciliation between God and mankind. 18 Because he himself, in his humanity, has suffered in being tempted, he is able to help and provide immediate assistance to those who are being tempted and exposed to suffering. Hebrews 3. Jesus our High Priest. 1 Therefore, holy brothers and sisters, who share in the heavenly calling, thoughtfully and attentively, consider the Apostle and High Priest whom we confessed, as ours when we accepted him as Saviour, namely, Jesus, to he was faithful to him who appointed him, Apostle and High Priest, as Moses also was faithful in all God's house. 3 Yet Jesus has been considered worthy of much greater glory and honour than Moses, just as the builder of a house has more honour than the house. 4 For every house is built by someone, but the builder of all things is God. 5 Now Moses was faithful in, 
the administration of, all God's house, but only, as a ministering servant, his ministry serving, as a testimony of the things which were to be spoken afterward, the revelation to come in Christ, six but Christ is faithful as a son over his, father's, house. And we are his house if we hold fast our confidence and sense of triumph in our hope, in Christ. Seven therefore, just as the Holy Spirit says. Today if you hear his voice. Eight do not harden your hearts as, your fathers did, in the rebellion, of Israel at Meribah. On the day of testing in the wilderness. Nine where your fathers tried me by testing, my forbearance and tolerance. And saw my works for forty years. And found I stood their test. Ten therefore I was angered with this generation. And I said, they always go astray in their heart. And they did not know my ways, nor become progressively better and more intimately acquainted with them. Eleven so I swore, an oath, in my wrath. They shall not enter my rest, the promised land. The peril of unbelief. Twelve take care, brothers and sisters, that there not be in any one of you a wicked, unbelieving heart, which refuses to trust and rely on the Lord, a heart, that turns away from the living God. Thirteen but continually encourage one another every day, as long as it is called today, and there is an opportunity, so that none of you will be hardened, into settled rebellion, by the deceitfulness of sin, its cleverness, delusive glamour, and sophistication. 14 For we, believers, have become partakers of Christ, sharing in all that the Messiah has for us, if only we hold firm our newborn confidence, which originally led us to Him, until the end, 15 While it is said. Today, while there is still opportunity, if you hear His voice, do not harden your heart, as when they provoked me, in the rebellion in the desert at Meribah. 16 For who were they who heard and yet provoked Him, with rebellious acts? Was it not all those who came out of Egypt led by Moses? 17 And with whom was he angry for forty years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose dead bodies were scattered in the desert? 18 And to whom did he swear, an oath, that they would not enter his rest, but to those who disobeyed, those who would not listen to his word? 19 So we see that they were not able to enter, into his rest, the promised land, because of unbelief and an unwillingness to trust in God. Hebrews 4. The Believer's Rest. 1 Therefore, while the promise of entering His rest still remains and is freely offered today, let us fear, in case any one of you may seem to come short of reaching it or think he has come too late. 2 For indeed we have had the good news, of salvation, preached to us, just as the Israelites also, when the good news of the promised land came to them. But the message they heard did not benefit them, because it was not united with faith, in God, by those who heard. 3 For we who believe, that is, we who personally trust and confidently rely on God, enter that rest, so we have His inner peace now because we are confident in our salvation, and assured of His power, just as He has said. As I swore, an oath, in my wrath. They shall not enter my rest. This He said, although His works were completed from the foundation of the world, waiting for all who would believe. For for somewhere, in Scripture, He has said this about the seventh day, and God rested on the seventh day from all His works, five and again in this, they shall not enter my rest. Six therefore, since the promise remains for some to enter His rest, and those who formerly had the good news preached to them failed to, grasp it and did not, enter because of, their unbelief evidenced by, disobedience, seven He again sets a definite day, a new, today, providing another opportunity to enter that rest by, saying through David after so long a time, just as has been said before, in the words already quoted. Today if you hear His voice. Do not harden your hearts. Eight This mention of a rest was not a reference to their entering into Canaan, for if Joshua had given them rest, God would not speak about another day, of opportunity, after that. 9 So there remains a, full and complete, Sabbath rest for the people of God.
10 For the one who has once entered his rest has also rested from, the weariness and pain of, his, human, labors, just as God rested from, those labors uniquely, his own. 11 Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest, of God, to know and experience it for ourselves, so that no one will fall by following the same example of disobedience, as those who died in the wilderness. 12 For the Word of God is living and active and full of power, making it operative, energizing, and effective. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating as far as the division of the soul and spirit, the completeness of a person, and of both joints and marrow, the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and judging the very thoughts and intentions of the heart. 13 Not a creature exists that is concealed from his sight, but all things are open and exposed, and revealed to the eyes of him with whom we have to give account. 14 And as much then as we, believers, have a great high priest who has, already ascended and, passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession, of faith and cling tenaciously to our absolute trust in Him as Saviour. 15 For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize and understand our weaknesses and temptations, but one who has been tempted, knowing exactly how it feels to be human, in every respect as we are, yet without, committing any, sin. 16 Therefore let us, with privilege, approach the throne of grace, that is, the throne of God's gracious favour, with confidence and without fear, so that we may receive mercy, for our failures, and find, His amazing, grace to help in time of need, an appropriate blessing, coming just at the right moment. Hebrews 5. The Perfect High Priest. One for every high priest chosen from among men is appointed, to act, on behalf of men in things relating to God, so that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins. Two he is able to deal gently with the spiritually ignorant and misguided, since he is also subject to human weakness, three and because of this, human weakness, he is required to offer sacrifices for sins, for himself as well as for the people. Four and besides, one does not appropriate for himself the honor, of being high priest, but he who is called by God, just as Aaron was. Five so too Christ did not glorify himself so as to be made a high priest, but he, was exalted and appointed by the one who said to him. You are my son. Today I have begotten, fathered, you, declared your authority and rule over the nations. 6 Just as he also says in another place. You are a priest, appointed, forever. According to the order of Melchizedek. 7 Inches the days of his earthly life, Jesus offered up both, specific, petitions and, urgent, supplications, for that which he needed, with fervent crying and tears to the one who was, always, able to save him from death, and he was heard because of his reverent submission toward God, his sinlessness and his unfailing determination to do the Father's will. 8 Although he was a son, who had never been disobedient to the Father, he learned, active, special, obedience through what he suffered. 9 And having been made perfect, uniquely equipped and prepared a Savior and retaining his integrity amid opposition, he became the source of eternal salvation, and eternal inheritance, to all those who obey him, 10 being designated by God as High Priest according to the order of Melchizedek. 11 Concerning this we have much to say, and it is hard to explain, since you have become dull and sluggish in, your spiritual, hearing and disinclined to listen. 12 For though by this time you ought to be teachers, because of the time you have had to learn these truths, you actually need someone to teach you again the elementary principles of God's Word, from the beginning, and you have come to be continually in need of milk, not solid food. 13 For everyone who lives on milk is, doctrinally inexperienced and, unskilled in the Word of Righteousness, since he is a spiritual infant. 14 But solid food is for the, spiritually, mature, whose senses are trained by practice to distinguish between what is morally good and what is evil. Hashtag Amen. Hebrews video. Watch it after the Bible reading in this post.
Read through. The Bible together. The Bible is made of 66 books. The Old Testament has 39 books. The New Testament has 27 books. We will be reading the New Testament over the next 90 days together. Like, share, follow, and read. Bible 2 Go. It is our prayer that you come to know Jesus. Love and worship Jesus. Daily pray to Jesus. And share with others what Jesus has done for you. Amen. Read through the New Testament in 90 days. Read and listen. With Audio Bible 2 Go. Thank you for being here. Listening and reading the Bible daily with Bible 2 Go. Sincerely, Michael and Michelle Shell. Join us again. Tomorrow.